rocking go when I feel low, when I feel blue. Dookie, you know what place I go to? I go up north, don't I, to see me pigs. Except you know what happens when I go up north to see me pigs? You have part two of Brucey and uh, Dispenser. The sexy sexinesses, both of them. That's what you have. You have part two, don't you? And you know what I think of that? I think it's a big number two that I wasn't able to see a minute. Hello, 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 hello. With me in the studio, Sylvia Silversmith. Hello, everyone. And Marsha McDonald. Yeah, what up, peeps? This is part two of our two-part interview with Spencer Brown and Bruce Thomas. At the beginning of this episode, and indeed part one, Irene... Despite singing songs from Spencer and Bruce with great aplomb, she made references to the fact that she was not around to meet their respective sexy sexinesses, her phraseology, not mine. And to be fair, you guys weren't around either. I wasn't here. You and were away. Irene wasn't here either. So, and Martha, you, you didn't come over either. And no, I was at work too. So, you know, none of us were able to partake. So basically, you're saying that the lot of you were working for a living and we were just having fun. We were all working for a living. I was in Manchester. Right. Irene was also up north looking after pigs. Something about pigs. Yes. Oh, that's something to do with her family history or something. Mind you, for Irene, going up north might be visiting Watford or Hemel Hempstead. That is true. Although, if that's the case, I kind of agree with her on that one. Because once I'm on the train, you know, once I'm hitting, you know, Watford, which for people who don't know, isn't actually that far outside of London. Mm. For me, I'm up north. Right. That's, you know, because I'm a Londoner through and through, and I'm like, you know, for me, like, I don't know. What's, where's the place, like, that you go through just before you leave London? Is it like Hendon? It's called Euston. <laughs> well, yes. Euston, I feel like, or is Paddington, kind of north. Yeah. Or Waterloo, or but Victoria. What, what is it? Where, is it Hendon, like, where there's a really big Jewish community? What's yes. the name of that place? Is that Hendon? Hendon. And th- that's like the last neighborhood kind of place before you actually leave london right when you're in a car yes it's where greater london turns into hertfordshire yes so for me that's up north right so hertfordshire is the north (laughs) that's the north (laughs) that is the north so basically as soon as you cross the greater london hertfordshire border yes is where dripping and chips and gravy and and bitter absolutely it's consumed flat caps and you're ill. It's true, right. The North begins. I, and I'm not being disparaging. I love Manchester muchly. I had a very nice time there. I love Manchester muchly. They do a really good lady garden refurbishment there. 
Right. I gather we're not talking about landscaping of one's well, house and gardens. Well, landscaping of one's something. Right, excellent. Every time I go to Manchester, which is quite frequently, I go up there three or four times a year, I always have my my lady garden refurbished. Right. Because They're just mad for it. For some, they're just mad for it. For some reason, it's just better up there i mean i've had it done in london you know not far from where we all live but you know for some reason i i I save it up for manchester since the success of oasis the civic pride has Mm. increased so much that vaginal maintenance is now at a very high level yeah there was only one problem wasn't there Sylv? that that the place had closed down so you had to go somewhere else right well yeah so they didn't only refurbish my lady girl do you did you want to hear about this i'll bring it up you, do you think bruce, bruce and spencer see i know i've been quite quiet lately on this show this is true which we can talk about another time perhaps it was due to the fact that you were waiting it's for possibly lady garden maintenance but now yeah. that it's been done you're back to yeah, so you're I back s- to yourself you're back to the start in terms of how you are as a person we got silk back because I live with her, and, and I know that, you know, this year, you know, she's been a little quiet. She's been, you know, things have been tough for Syl, but things have kind of turned around. And, and isn't it nice, Dookie, to have Syl back? It's lovely. Isn't it nice? Yes. I can stop crying in quiet coaches now, Dookie. Did this happen to you? Yes, because I always take the quiet coach, and I don't really know why, but we can talk about that another time. So right. anyway, so back to Lady. The fact that you mentioned that, though. Makes me wonder whether or not you receive any dirty looks from your fellow passengers for making well, crying noises yes. in said coach. I think that we need to reserve more time to talk about the quiet coach. Fair enough. Because I've been subjected to many dirty looks. And I'm not a noisy person. You know, I, I respect the quiet coach massively. Um, so anyway, back to Lady Garden. So I always go to the same place in Manchester. And... They're on Oxford Road, in case anyone's going there or you live there, because they are really nice and they're really amazing. Um, But when I got there to the normal place, they said, we've moved. Right. Because not only are they refurbishing Lady Gardens, they're also refurbishing their premises. Right. So they'd move. They said, we're in the building around the back. Now, so you go around to this Jack the Ripper parking lot in the back where this gothic building is looming out of the darkness. Because by the time I got there, it was getting dark. And it's looming out like Amityville Horror. Do you remember that movie, Dookie? I certainly do. It's looming over me. And I walk in there and it's like this municipal building where like there's like dirty carpets and everything's Mm -hmm. broken. And there's all these handrails around for just, I don't know, in case you're going to trip in the gloom in the the hallways and stuff. And like, I don't know, it's kind of like... It's kind of like the Department of Motor Vehicles building from the 1970s. Can you imagine, can you picture that, Dookie? It sounds like any kind of building like that in 2017. Okay, so like everything... Because it dates back to the 70s, yes. Yes, so like everything's like, all the walls are like exposed breeze blocks. Like seriously, I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> Sounds like a prison. Yeah, the, well, yeah, like a prison. So, and and I meet them, and they go, "You need to go upstairs and wait at the top of the stairs." So I waited at the top of the stairs, like next to the boiler pipes, like exposed boiler pipes and mm. breeze blocks. And I thought, I don't want to get my vagina out in here. <laughs> I have to get my vagina out in here. 
So then they had they took this enormous open plan office and they had to divvy it up using like these wicker um what do you call them like room dividers like partitions partition but but like wicker partitions not like office partitions but like wicker room dividers that maybe your grandmother would have had right thinking oh I want to divide the sitting room from the living room kind of thing maybe one of the people who runs this business their grandparent did indeed own one of those wicker partitions. Well, they must have owned a lot of them. And little did she know that they would eventually be used to divide up Lady Guard maintenance it's duties true. in a, a former prison. So we're under these kind of, you know, strip light, UV, you know, like the strip lights that you get in open plan municipal offices. And everything's divided up with these wicker and covered in like, you know, old towels and stuff like that. So... Firstly, I'm thinking, I really don't want to get my fanny out in here. And secondly, uh, you can hear everything that's going on because the person next <laughs> to you is like a foot away from you and all you've got is a little wicker divider. So you're hearing, yeah, yeah, you're hearing, well, have you shaved it down? And like, no, I haven't shaved it down recently. You know, you have to like, I don't want to be hearing about your pubis and I'm sure you don't want to be hearing about mine. But you know, I disagree with that. This is <laughs> riveting conversation. And then, yeah, you, you get all the... And the uh, and the, uh, all this and Dookie, that was my experience in Manchester with having my lady garden maintained. All this talk about the maintenance happening in one's undercarriage makes me think about Fat Boy Slim. And well, I was thinking about that video mm, when I was lying there. A track called Bushes. Yes, I was thinking those women were very brave to put their hands up for that. Well, and their fannies out for it. Although, I have to say that I don't find it all that painful. Right. Like, yeah, I, I think I might make an ooh face, but it's kind of not, I don't find it, like, I'm not screaming and laughing and giggling like you see on a lot of these shows. Especially when they do men. When they do, when they wax men, men are just like screaming and like freaking out. Pain threshold and males. It's a weird dynamic. I think it's because they leave the hair too long. Men do. There is that. Like, it has to be really shorty sort, and then it doesn't hurt as much. Right. Thank goodness did I'm a hairless wonder. Did you need to know that, wonder. Dookie? I did. My, I feel enlightened having discovered that. I should also say that I was working in Manchester. I was working with some prison officers. Is there a link between your lady garden maintenance and working with I don't Mancunian know. prison officers? I don't know. But I was thinking when I was working with these lovely prison officers, and they were very lovely, um, the next day I was thinking, I have a nice refurbished lady garden. Mm. And I hope you kind of know that in some sense. That's, uh, why are you walking a bit strangely? Because I have a nicely refurbished lady garden. There you go. That is the answer. And Marsha does... Sylvia seem a different person post Lady Garden maintenance. Yeah, Dookie, she's walking with a lighter step. Right. But, you know, that might just be because, you know, I think she's just kind of feeling a little bit perkier. Perky she's is a good word. She's her perky self. Mm. I don't know if you noticed. I have. Which is good, you know? It's very good. Because then I can go back to being, you know, whatever I am, which isn't perky. Right. Definitely not perky. Maybe you need some maintenance. No, I'm all right. I'm, I'm all right. I don't mind not being perky and I don't mind not being maintained. I like things to be 
Naturally. the way nature intended. Right. I'm not saying that I have a problem, you know, Sylv, brilliant. Yeah, that's great. But, you know, I don't, I don't care. Right. Okay. Right? <laughs> I just don't care. <laughs> you need to find your own Manchester. Yeah. And you know what I worry? Or not. You know what I worry? I need to find my own Manchester. Is that mm. like a new euphemism <laughs> for like having a great big natural bush? <laughs> I remember like, you know, because I know that you really love Chelsea Handler, the the comedian. Yes. And I remember her saying that she, she went and got her her lady garden all lasered, Cause, which takes a long. That must be really expensive and take a long time. It's a commitment. Yeah, it's a big commitment. And, and, and then, so yeah, so what a big commitment. And then what happened was is that whoever decides these things, you know, with fashion, they said that the big 70s bush is back in fashion, right? Mm. Like, like you can have a fashionable bush. But anyway, that's what happened. And she was like, well, fuck, man. What am I going to do now? I've had all mine lasered off. Merkin. Yeah. So, like, what am I going to have to do? Buy a merkin? So, you know, I'd rather just keep it the way nature intended. You know, I don't care. Like, I don't want to have to go through that. I'm not that great with pain. And, and I don't want anybody. I don't want a stranger fiddling about with my vagina. You know, if if I can have anybody fiddling... Are you talking about a recent date? Well, no. I mean, if if I'm going to let you fiddle around my vagina, you know, let's have a coffee first and at least make sure that I like you. Okay, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to get d- done with you, having you fiddle about with my fanny and then go, you know what? You're, you're kind of an asshole. I don't, I don't want that. I don't like... I'm not saying I've never had that, but it's just like, I don't like it. You know, you want to, don't you, don't you want to like the person who's kind of fiddling around with your parts? And you can, don't you want to kind of feel positive towards them? Certainly. I understand. Yeah, I, I completely get like, it. Like, you don't want to, you don't want to get done with your kind of business. Right. God, that sounds like a dog. You That's don't want gross. to complete your business. You don't want to complete, you know, you don't want to kind of have a fade out on, you know, what you've just been doing. I'm not as diplomatic as you, Dickie. I can't think of shit. You, you don't want to finish and then find out that the person voted for Trump. That's what I'm saying. Right. You know, can you imagine? I can imagine. Can you imagine, Dookie, that you've just had intimate relations with somebody and then they, they like, I don't know, roll over, light up a cigarette. Not that anybody does that anymore and don't do it because it's bad for you. But they roll over, they light up a cigarette and they go, now, how about that Trump? Now, he he's doing an amazing job. I re- I'm really glad I voted for him. But doesn't that open up the gates, as it were, and I don't mean that as a euphemism, for a hate fuck? Yeah, see, I, I don't, but I don't know what you're. <laughs> I've never done that, and nor do I want to. And I don't really want to know whether you have either, because that might sully my positive feelings towards you. Dookie, a hate fuck, really? A, a hate fuck, not uh, not in a violent, even? not in a violent way, but in a passionate. You mean like when you're really angry with someone? Yes. Or 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 that you actually hate them. Well, no, it's just How many times have you done that? No, I'm with Martha. I don't Congress know. with passion. Congress. Yeah. Congress. Oh my gosh. Dookie. Congress. I I'm just stuck on Congress. I'm really sorry, Martha. You're going to have to take over. Congress. Really? Congress. 
Yeah, but there's a difference between passion and hatred. I mean, I mean, isn't hatred? I mean, if you have to work up a hate for somebody, I mean, anyway. This dynamic was illustrated quite beautifully in Kirby Enthusiasm, where Larry David, also known as Lawrence David, his character meets a Palestinian woman. And it involves a great deal of, is it hate, is it love? It's certainly loud and passionate. Jew, Jew. Jew. Oh. Jew. You Zionist pig, you occupying fuck. I'm an occupier. occupier. This. I'm an occupier. Yeah. We're going to fuck the Jew out of you. Well, yeah. That's not so easy. You want to fuck me like Israel fucked my country? Show me what you Reminds huh? me of what something Theodore Herzl once said. Show me the promised land, huh? Fuck me like Israel fucks my people. There's a lot of, you know, fuck me like you fuck my country. <laughs> That's pretty funny. All right, I might have to see that one. Sylvia doesn't doesn't like that show, so I don't I don't like that show at all. I really don't like it. I'm sorry. Well, I won't subject you to it. That is quite funny line though, I must say. Mm. But Dookie, no, a hate fuck no. Yeah, I mean, what what I mean is I just don't want to be getting intimate with anyone who I don't like. I mean, it's not like I have to love you. I mean, I don't, you know, you can have sex without. But, you know, I just don't want to actively dislike you. Mm. I don't want to be repulsed by, like, your politics or your morals. And then know that you are in intimate acquaintance with my vagina. Right. That's what I don't like because it makes me feel a little uh, it, gross. Well, I wouldn't want you to feel gross. Yeah, you don't want to feel gross. I'm not saying it's never happened. I'm mm. just saying, you know, I don't like it. The bottom line is, yeah, if you're going to have any jiggery and or pokery. And pokery, indeed. Taking place around the, the undercarriage. Yes. You really don't want to have... Wicker partitions around you, do you? You definitely don't want wicker partitions. You definitely don't. And you know the the people who do the waxing there, they're always very nice, which is part of the reason I go there. But the wicker partitions, oh my word! Uh, I should say I don't want to do them out of business. They are moving back into the other place after it's refurbished, much like my lady garden was. So you know, just you just got to put up with it. And I'm not saying I like spa surroundings. You know, it's not mega luxurious. You just don't want wicker partitions. Of all the cities that you've traveled to, up yes. and down the country. Yes, he said country. There have been many, Dookie. And you do travel a great deal. I do. In England and Scotland. Yes. And Wales. And Wales, yes. And Northern Ireland. I have also worked in Ireland, it's true. You have chosen Manchester yes. for your... Vaginal I have maintenance I know needs. And I don't know why that I don't I can't remember how I originally just decided. Part of the reason is because it's cheaper. Because London is an extremely expensive I mean, city sh- to live in, as we all know. But you've been to you know, Aberdeen, Fife. Scottish no. people, surely. Listen, dookie. No. Oh, mind you, maybe they would overcharge if you consider some <laughs> attitudes towards Scottish people. Dookie. Scottish people, we love you. We're laughing with you. I've also been to Gloucester. Okay, nobody needs to be getting their vagina out in Gloucester. Okay, <laughs> you know what I mean. What about Cheltenham? I, seem... I haven't been to Cheltenham. But I guess the thing is, is that in London, when you're, when you're thinking about lady part maintenance, mm. you have two choices. 
And they're very stark choices. You can either go to like a spa that is ultra luxurious where they give you a robe to change into a big fluffy robe where you know they massage you where it's just the ultimate and and you know it's like an hour out of your day so that's on the one side or if you're in london you get and and i kid you not there is a place in liverpool street station Mm. that is grotty mcgrotgrots I mean, I mean, it's in the station, so you're like, you've got all the smog and the bustle and the noise while you're like... And the announcements. And the, yeah, you get the announcements yeah. too. <gasps> the 222 for Stowmarket is delayed. Exactly. <laughs> and and they've got like a partition thing and it's fine, but it's a bit kind of... And they leave like the waxing strips from other people... The used waxing strips. Right. Like, they're all kind of out there. You keep it classy. So you see what I mean? In London, I can't find a middle ground. I can't find, like, this place in Manchester, which is, it's not luxury, but it's also not grotty revolting. It's just a place where you're just going to walk into, you're going to maintain my lady garden, and in 20 minutes, I'm going to be out of there. So I can't find that in London, so that's partly why. But there are other cities that you've been to. You, oh, you mean, like, could I go to... You know, what about Tyneside? Well, I'm yeah. sure they love to, you know, <laughs> wax the hell out of some pubis in the heart of, you know, I was in Newcastle. L- I was in L- Liverpool, and but they seem more eyebrow focused. Have True. you been to Liverpool? Many, many times. Those, what is with the eyebrows? They... I started feeling like I'm the only woman here that doesn't have those mm. really, really groomed eyebrows. I feel like a slob. Eyebrows, extensions. It is a, a bit of a departure from the days where you would just see <laughs> chaps wearing track suits and It's gotten a lot better than Tashes. Dookie, I think the thing is, is that if you're gonna entrust your lady parts to some stranger, that you wanna go to where you know that you know, it's kind of like friends with benefits, right? Mm. You know, it's tried and tested. You know that it's going to be fine. These are big words from a person who <laughs> doesn't engage with such activities. See, it's right, though, Dookie. Right. Well, yeah, but I get my hair done, right? right? Get the hair on my head done. Right. And it's like, well, you know, once you find a person who's going to be cool We're with talking your, about the hair on your head, yes? Yeah, with right. your okay. crowning glory, right. then then you, you want to go back there. You know, why risk going anywhere else? Yeah, that's exactly it. Exactly. And in Manchester, I went there once and I thought, it's really fine. You know, it's fine. It's all good. They're very nice. They're very quick. You've worked in Cardiff. Why didn't Cardiff really really attract you as a place to go and get your bits waxed? Listen, I'm not getting my vagina out in Cardiff, okay? Right. The first time I went to Cardiff, I just thought, when can I get out of Cardiff? It's gotten much nicer now. There's a Vivian Westwood there. (laughs) <laughs> so maybe it might so be. So maybe next time. Maybe you'll I mean, be a contender. I don't, go, I don't go to Wales as much. I mean, I've only been to Wales a few times, whereas I go to Manchester a lot. Ah, so the regularity of your visits to yes. this major conurbation. Yes. And the the fiscal side of things. It's attractive yes. from a price point of view. Yes. And you like the way that Mancunian people, uh, you know, apply whatever apparatus. It's, it's not too much fuss, but it's not too... not much fuss you know it's just a right it's like the goldilocks of waxing the goldilocks they should call it goldilocks wax that'd be a good name actually you know you could have you could set up a new 
organization that does this in manchester yes right yes i don't want to take business away from this place you've been going to regularly of course, because they're very good or maybe they can rebrand themselves yes mad for it with oh, instead of f-e-r <laughs> yes i get it f-u-r yeah we get it dookie you're good at stuff like that you should just tout yourself out as a guy who comes up with names for stuff. Like, you want to name your band? Well, Dookie is your guy. Have you seen the names of the bands I've played with? <laughs> I don't think that's yeah, true. Yeah, I'm hearing about some something called Flesh Tetris. Yes, more about that another time. Okay. Flesh Tetris sounds like what one has to do in order to remove unwanted vaginal hair. And continuing with the topic of vaginal hair removal, here's Spencer Brown and Bruce Thomas. My name's Spencer Brown. My favourite word is gusset. My name's Bruce Thomas and my favourite word is epiphany. My name is Dukey and my 13th favourite word is multi-instrumentalist. Spencer, let's talk. So I can play many things badly. But no, I mean... Including modesty. <laughs> including modesty. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, obviously the main thing is, is guitar. I'm a, I'm a, a fair guitar guitarist. Player. And then, thank you all. And then keyboards I just about get away with. Bass, just run-of-the-mill bass. Fairly standard lines that, you know, like we were saying earlier, but, you know, I was just putting down sort of block stuff just to get an, an idea of what, what the sort of requirements were. And drum programming, yeah, I guess not bad. No, it's good. But, yeah, uh, overall, I'd got used to sort of working that way over the years. And, you know, this was just like the uber version of, of that, you know, mm. with a bit of guidance. I um, think if we ever did anything... Get a real keyboard player in. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, I think if we ever did another album with a bit more musical sophistication where we went in the Steely Dan direction, <laughs> Steely Dan direction yeah, rather yeah. than the, the retro pop direction, because yeah, there's a couple of a, a bit sort of nods towards the Dan yeah, on the here record and here and there. Yes, yes, uh, tiny elements, uh, yeah, which and, and, um, you can hear on the guitars as I well. I think yeah. we'd nod to Walter. Yeah, yeah. I we, think we'd maybe listened. maybe need a keyboard player if we wanted yeah, to go a bit, a bit further. So I'm kind of fun drums multi-instrumentalist you know I, I, I'd get by I, I actually to be honest with you I think of myself as a, a fairly functional singer as well I wouldn't say oh, that no, I was I got think you're leave. a good singer oh well good thank singer. you good, no. I yeah. don't know I, 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 what can I say <laughs> good voice there's a good what I liked about uh, when we when it kicked off on this on the thing on the original project mm. when he sent me Fall On You which was the first track and the first thing I uh, uh, I heard was was that guitar, you know. Drank the guitar figure, uh, and, it, and yeah. it uh, it sounds a bit like um, a bit like one of the guitars. What's a one on Ram or or um, it's oh, a, not, um, you, ding 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 Let me roll it, it to you. That yeah, kind of thing. That multi yeah, and and it's a bit Lennon esque as well. Yeah. That, that kind of. That um, yeah, three or four guitars doing that, and then I thought his voice is quite Lennon-esque actually. <laughs> in that, it, it's quite it very nasal, more so than mm. Liam Gallagher, and I think you know, and it's that uh, 
you know, oh yeah, that kind of, that, oh yeah, oh no, that's all very beat, beat. But I thought, yeah, right. So let's get a bit. And I thought well, the chords are actually a bit like free as a bird. Yeah, I can see where I can see up, where yes. this is where this is going. This is the old descending line. So hmm. let's let's just do the. But then again, the whole, then again, folks. Hmm. Well, I think of it, um, I don't even know if I've ever said this to you, free as a bird, I suddenly realised one day, free as a bird. Free. And I'm playing the chords through, and I thought, what's this remind me of? And it, yeah. It's Sleepwalk. Oh, yeah, Santa and Johnny. It's yeah. the same chord progression. Try it out at, at home. Albatross. Everyone. Yeah, there's Yay, another one. Yeah. It's... You, you, Google you work, it, work it, Santa and Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, the thing is that line, that line's been used a million times yeah, because it's, it's uh, it, it was part of the uh, the famous Spirit Led Zeppelin lawsuit. Oh God, that yeah, descending yeah. chord sequence, you yeah. know, the, uh, with the A with the A G A F, F mm. in the bass, yeah. you know, down. E seventh thing, so Things that yeah. are fully original. Oh, certainly, as you both hinted at earlier, yeah. you, know, you, you steal from many, many different <laughs> yeah. eras. Just re- reframe it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, there's a. Well, I used to. St- yeah, I mean, I've always. You know, I can. T- I could take you through pretty much every bass line of Don and tell you where. Yeah. Where it came from. But I mean, you you were quite hmm. upfront as well in saying when we came to do Little as a Lot, you were saying, well. You know, in the in the attractions days, we'd look at um, something and and say, you know, we we want to use uh, what you're going to do about it as a template well, or something like that. What you're you going to do about it was a template for uh, you belong to me. Yeah, which is and but when we did the live version of you belong, which is just a you know E to D or whatever it is, or yeah, you've got a like bloody yeah. key it's in anymore. You yeah. know, it's just, it's it's a, it's a small faces, isn't it? And what yeah. you going to do? And 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 Solomon Burke and all sorts of yeah. people have used that. Yeah. When we got to the end, when it all got excited, that that was the baseline I went into on live that I use on the on this track on the record. <laughs> the ascending baseline yeah. is just the the you know the ride out of the stage version of uh, You Belong to Me. So. Yeah. And so I'm stealing from stealing from myself, stealing from <laughs> from the small faces, yeah, third generation stealing, theft. stealing from Solomon Burke. You know, it's a bit like the the notion of somebody finding a spanner that goes back to the medieval era. Yeah, and but you know, over the years and the centuries, people have replaced 
yeah, it's, bits. A, yeah. it's the brush with three new handles and that. five yeah, new bristles. Yeah. Yes, triggers broom. Yeah. It's still yeah. the same spade, yeah. but it's yeah. Yeah. different handle. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so in fact, in, in that's way, how I want you to see the it's album. Continu- yes. There's continuity. It's like yeah. a sp- it's like a yeah. spade it's that has none of the original parts. It's still an original spade. There's the subheading. Yeah, the strap line. That in a way is a but up push. But when it came to mixing, I understand that things got a little bit... Uh, Heated. Hot. Heated. Yeah. Hot under yeah. the collar. <laughs> my, and, yeah. um, yes. My, well, my bright people. idea was to was not to use a, a sensible room with, you know, with no echo. I decided to mix it in the conservatory, mm. overlooking the garden, because I thought it would be nice to have a bit of, you know, instead of being in a dark yeah. and dusty room, yeah, we get a nice, nice summery kind of mm. vibe going. For the Alan Titzmarsh yeah. sound. Yeah, exactly, and then yeah. it turned out to be the hottest bloody day of the year. The one that we had. Yeah. One of them. The and, and Well, no, it was pretty hot for times this year, wasn't it? Yeah. It got really true. hot that, that some, is true. some days See, this year. In, in, in well, a, it was uh, end of July, it was, mm. wasn't it? And, yeah. and the... It's like, oh, it's all right, this is all right. And then the clouds dispersed, yeah. and it was like Man, so hot, yeah. you couldn't obviously see the computer screen. Yeah. And it was really So I ended up, we got, we've tried it with, with a sun, we put a sun hat on it first, and then I stood for quite <laughs> a lot of the hat. session with a, holding a parasol over the head and the computer, a, which a happened, pink one. happened to be a pink parasol. Pink, pink <laughs> parasol, yeah. Just to complete the look. Fortunate, so I'm there with fortunately, the no one the was parasol. there with a smartphone to yeah, thank God. take the picture. What a great way to describe the album. If yeah. you, you know, if you meet somebody who wants to inquire about what it's like, mm. oh, it sounds like very sunny, pink parasols and sun hat. Yeah, How did you? You're know? everywhere, and uh, <laughs> yeah, everywhere. we should have done. Uh, yeah, high ho silver, silver lining, shouldn't yeah. we? High ho silver gusset and Corby trouser presses. <laughs> yeah. Those three things together yeah, really it. gives you the whole the back concept. to the start sound. That's yeah. the real concept so of the album. Was, uh, so you're getting hot under the collar. You required pink parasols, yeah. or rather, you used what was, or did you actually require the pink parasol, or did you just that's what was hanging it was around like, there? Um, I just found... want to know how much of a diva. You no, were, no, it was found art. It was found art. It was right. No, it was no. Had to just come happy. up with some. I tried building a, a tent out oh, of yeah, a newspaper yeah, for a while, that. didn't yeah, it? Till it yeah. collapsed. Yeah, we we yeah. built a kind of good. Bruce we could have moved in. It would have been easier if we moved mm. to another room, yeah. given all the things I tried to do to <laughs> keep the sun out. And also, keep the sun out. And it was hot. British summer means that you know yeah. the sunset just, is at you know oh, midnight. It, was, it wasn't just the, no. It wasn't no. just the. It wasn't just the the light. It was the plumbing heat, wasn't it? It was hot. And the really hot. Was overheating as well, which was the other thing. We had problems with the laptop by then. Yeah. Oh, but hang on, laptops. I understand you were using reel to reel and uh, exclusively vintage gear. Did I'm I deeply laptop? disappointed. It was a vintage. Oh, yes. <laughs> It was, it was a vintage, a vintage laptop. laptop. It was a vintage laptop. Actually, was to be honest. <laughs> I, said it, yeah, if, I think it if, was the prototype. To be honest, if the Beatles had had an Apple Mac instead of Apple, Apple. yeah, dot dot dot. That's, dot, the, that's yeah. the that's yeah. the punchline. That's it. But it but, was getting uh, to the point where things were starting to uh, malfunction. We, a wee no. bit we did they, set up mm. and do some live play in that day. We did. We did. We set yeah. the mic up and I did the harmonica yeah. overdub. Yeah. On, uh, that was all done was live. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, great little bit of playing that. And uh, yeah, we <laughs> Who were funk it. I know. We I were, used we to do. I used to, to. That was my first. Uh, was my first role in my first band. Pre-bass, I only played yeah. the bass because the bass player was off ill one day. Yeah. 
I knew that. I was the, the harmo- I, I was the harmonica harmonic. player, right? Mm. In a in a R and B band, but it was getting crazy because the heat was yeah. so intense. Then things were sort of dropping in and out of the tracks yeah. as we were doing them. Yeah, we were was, sort of, things were giving up, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, they were. They were just. They were just. They were just packing up. Yeah. So it was like when we recorded Bruce playing the harmonica, it was like, well. We haven't now got the whole track playing. We had to just go with like the drums. And oh one right, yeah, things were dropping in and out and in and out. Yeah. And I just go. Oh, I think so it's breeze. this. I just count four. <laughs> it's here <laughs> yeah. and play them. Go, go, and then yeah. And we yeah. captured it. Yeah. And then uh, the harmonica breeze. went on last of all on that track because <laughs> um, yeah, because we were waiting for it to come through the post. Yeah, we were. That's <laughs> oh, really? true. That's true. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and yeah. you ensured it was in the right key. Yeah. Oh, we had a yeah, we had a bit of yeah. You have to. If you want to play an E, you've so got to a, buy a, a harmonica. An A, yeah. an a harmonica yeah. to play right. an E, yeah. Yeah, right. that's it. Yeah. And then, as yeah. you say, we were just waiting for it to turn up, and that kind of, once that was there, yeah. Yeah. The process was complete. And unless you're Bob Dylan. <laughs> if you want to, be, if you're Bob Dylan, you play what an A that? harmonica in a, in a because you play that, that country style. <laughs> Yeah. But if you want to play that other mode, which involves more sucking than blowing, if you pardon my French, yes, uh, it's um, it, you. You then have to buy you the tonic to play in the subdominant. So you buy an A harmonica Naturally. to play an E. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Returning to the harmonica after many many years, yeah. is it like playing a harmonica? Yes. Yeah, is it <laughs> like riding a bicycle? Like riding yeah. a bicycle. <laughs> no, I fell off twice. Actually. <laughs> yeah. I fell off the harmonica. Yeah. A they're very, they're a very rudimentary instrument, but having said that, they take the same amount of skill as any, you know, any yeah. other instrument Absolutely. to get it yeah. to sound. Yeah, everybody thinks, oh, it's easy. It's easy, it's go. You're blowing, you're sucking it. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? And there's a lot of, there are a lot of people in a lot of bands taking that view, and you can tell, you know. I remember giving up the first time I used to work in a music shop and someone said to me, ah, it's easy to play one of these. Just, you know, pick it up and blow through it. And then one of the guys in the other department came down and said, no, 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 no. He said, you don't just do that. You do this. Yeah, the pending of notes. Yeah, the and yeah, and yeah. And I never did feel it. The, the best Well, I'm not little Walter, was, really, but... You, you but, said uh, you have to kiss it. You have to kind of snog the harmonica yeah. to get that kind of... I don't know if that's right, but... Well, yeah, I guess in a set, yeah. I mean, but there's a lot of manipulation of yeah vocal cavity and air pressure and right. bits and, and hand position. Yeah, and we are talking about harmonica We are, yeah. yeah right, but right. We're just yeah. double checking. Mm, sorry, all yeah, gussets. Yeah. And <laughs> it's a bit like playing the gusset. Yeah. So, between <laughs> it's wanging the yeah. gusset. Between your go. Amazon purchase of the, the harmonica arriving, oh, yeah. and you playing uh, pressing it. record, mm. yeah. how long in between those two events? Oh, I don't know. It was a, a month or so. Yeah, also yeah. you had a bit of time. To, oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it was, was nestling. It was clever, you see, because I got. I said we, when I was well, going to play the best, I said we're going to need a harmonica. Mm. You better order one. So yeah. I got him to order one. I said, "Oh, we'll use it next time." Yeah. But by that time, it had gone on his bill. You see, <laughs> yeah. so and he, and he kept it. <laughs> oh, but hang on. But what about the whole no charge thing that you mentioned earlier? Oh well, I'm into him for a harmonica, and he knows that I'm a multi-millionaire now. He's right. Yeah. So, so there there's no yeah. chance. So of this could the, possibly be the, the last interview. Yeah. I owe him for half a harmonica, which will be all the blow notes. <laughs> you can have all the suck notes. I'll have all the blow notes. That'll work. That'll work. That'll what work, a team, mate! Eh? We even do harmonica together. Fantastic. <laughs> there is a. Bit. 
each one soon it did. Yeah. Very early when his nibs was in full bloody obnoxious <laughs> punk mode, you know, mm. obnoxious little shit and things. <laughs> and, Gra- <laughs> and Graham Nash came back to the dressing room and he starts talking to Elvis. He says, hey man, do you ever use open tuning? He sort of looked as if to say, what? He says, hey, man, it really puts your head in a different space. <laughs> and I, I just, uh, he, oh, ne- <laughs> you've never seen the look of disdain yeah, like it. Like, I can imagine. Yeah. Oh, like, <laughs> what's that on my shoe? <laughs> Can only imagine. What, what, what was Graham Nash doing at a... I don't know, that's a point. Kind know, of an unlikely yeah. character. No, they all turned up. They all turned up, really. It's mm. weird. <laughs> well, mind we you, to get, is it, that it, what led to the issue with Steve yeah. Stills? No, that was a completely <laughs> different thing. But, I mean, we, nice we had... Idea, uh, very we, nice we, idea, hey, Steve. Yeah. We had one, <laughs> we had one, one gig with us. Hello. I'm a singer called Lulu, and and and, 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 and he said, "Cause we know you're a singer called Lulu yet." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she felt she had to it was so, so sweet. You know, wow, yeah, it's weird. Anyway, I'm not uh, enough name dropping. <laughs> yeah. I, I, oh God, you could drop. I could drop. I tell you, I, don't, I did have one. I did drop. I actually dropped myself to the floor <laughs> one. When, uh, you Jake, your own name. No, Jake, yeah. Jake came and said, that there's three blokes here. I said, yeah. He says, Holland, Dozier and Holland. Ah. Oh, oh, God. oh I am, God. I'm not worthy. Ah, yeah. Oh, oh. yeah, fair oh. enough. Oh, God, you, yeah. you know, you're then meeting architects. Wow, yeah. Musical yeah. architects. Well, yeah. Total hats off. Wow. Yeah. 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 That must yeah. be something. God. Well, they were just three blokes and they looked mildly amused by the fact that I was, you know, a complete... Gobsmacked, yeah. Uh, Where yeah. Some backstage, some some gig or other. We've, yeah. we've had him, Andy Warhol. What was he like? I mean, quite exactly like, you might, like just only because I saw a photo mm. somewhere. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, just now. I've heard just like you would imagine. Yeah. Like Mute. rabbit in the headlights. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I always gave gave that impression of being. Yeah. I, I didn't. I thought you'd be hard pushed to get a word. Rabbit, out, in, rabbit in the headlights. Mm. Yeah. Dodgy syrup. Oh, the dodgy yeah. syrup. Yeah, of course. Definitely yeah. dodgy syrup. Yeah, that's yeah. part of the mystique. Oh. Yeah. The white well, wind. then I guess if you don't say anything, no one can accuse you of talking rubbish, can they? So. Have you ever seen that really embarrassing bit of film of um, when Bowie was introduced to Warhol? Somebody captured it. Um, Bowie was yes. in his uh, man who sold the no, world. No, hmm. yeah. You know, drag kind of thing. And apparently the story went that he didn't know what to do and they introduced him at the, the factory or somewhere, yeah. wherever it was, Andy's gaff, you know. And he sort of drops into this terrible mime and he's sort of go, he's the man feeling his way along the wall and the look on Warhol's face mm. is of like, what oh. the hell have we got here, you know. It's, but yeah. it's wonderful. Fantastic. It's all right, these mime artists, but when I see them in the Bluminat High Street... When I mime getting my wallet out and taking out an imaginary £10 note and putting it into their like hat, it, they don't, don't think that's funny at all. Fail to see the humour. They don't see the humour yeah, in the that. No. Or, you know, sort of drop it and have it, you know, become lost in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> did you, Go and chase did that. Did you see yeah. that? Uh, they had a funeral for that famous mime artist the other day. God. Oh. Vicar got up and said, there are no words. Oh. Oh. 
a joke for any occasion. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just you can't just you got to come up with them. <laughs> These are the jokes. It's Bob Monkhouse, isn't it? <laughs> You've got to think of them when they're relevant. Yeah. Not think, yeah. oh, I wish they'd come up yeah, with it's me. Gotta fit the occasion, I wish they'd come it? up with me mime artist joke. <laughs> it's too late, isn't it? That footage is cringeworthy. Isn't it? And talking about cringeworthy footage, we are talking off pod about Charlie Watts dancing. Well, you know, just just for the busting the, a move and yeah, then some. Just for the record, I mean, uh, cutting it, a few shapes. Yeah, oh god, doesn't he? Just well, is it better than David Brent? Uh, no, well, come on, you oh, know, you're looking at the king there, aren't oh, you? Right, this okay. is this, but this Are is we in the same area though? Sort of, in terms yeah. of embarrassment, and yet yeah. there's a kind of a strange allure about it that you never feel quite the same about yourself mm. again after it. The story went that he and Mick Jagger were, were going through a period of. of um, discoing down they were going to studio 54 together and i know there's some truth in this because i've seen an interview where charlie said oh yeah i like that era it's good that me and mick going out dancing all that okay Mm. but apparently what happened was one of the places they went to was in harlem and it was uh you know one of these places where they had the full show the big show with the dancing girls they'd come out and do a show on the floor and all this and it was all like you know yeah and then the next act would come up and apparently Charlie was very taken with the sort of hip-swivelling dance that the female dancers were doing. There's right. the clue, the Inspiration, female. yes. Yeah. I'm imagining what that dance style is like. I can't demonstrate it. Just thank your lucky stars that I can't because it would scar you. And You're I a perfect want that to dancer happen. for the radio. Uh, I'm a very good dancer for the radio. You've I've got, got a good face radio, for the radio too. Oh. Yeah. But... Anyway, he he perfected this hip-swivelling, vaguely erotic sort of thing that they were doing, demonstrated it to Mick, who fell about and said, God, that's exactly right. Whereupon it all goes completely out of proportion and it's now and forevermore from that point a banned thing where they get Charlie Charlie to do a workout just before they go on stage because it just absolutely floors all of them. And they're... There are films of Keith saying, go on, do it. Keith Richards sort of prompting him to do it. They're standing behind the, the amps at some festival and he can't, he sort of drops into this thing and it's like, oh, no, you know. But, yeah, it's Charlie Watts doing it. And, and you, this you is available on YouTube. You'll find it. You'll Charlie Watts dancing. Seek and you will find it. And it, it's it will out be there. him getting ready to yeah, limber it, up. In several different, yeah, in several different venues, like a festival or somewhere like in the wings, you can spot it. Mm. And some enterprising cameraman has seen it and owned him up. And <laughs> every time, that. every time, it's accompanied by Keith Richards <laughs> falling about, laughing and pointing at something. But it's not laughing at him because it's terrible. It's just great. It's like I can't hell, imagine him dancing. It's I Charlie know. Watts. I know. Mr. Stoic, you know, with that long sort of face and the Mm. one-word answers in interviews, and there he is giving it hell, you know, basically, in the the wings. This is a man who has a disdain for hitting a hi-hat and a (laughs) snare at the same time. How's he going to feel about, you know, know. doing some hip swaying? I know, I know. Very good, apparently. Very, very good and very free. to see it. And you'd also mentioned a a rumour about him getting ready for a recording yeah, I don't know if it's one of these apocryphal things. I think it, it probably is true, but whether it is or not, don't care really because it's just a great story. Apparently when the Stones were first in the studio um, and the, the standard practice probably still goes on, that the engineer's trying to get a sound from everyone. Let's hear a bit of the bass, hear a bit of the guitar. 
Mick give us a couple of you know and then move on and there's the kit very good by the way thank you yeah and he said apparently he said okay Charlie just need you to run around the kit and the rest of the band are you know in a different room somewhere not facing him and they suddenly hear and Keith Keith says no he's not is he (laughs) goes into the studio downstairs and there's Charlie yep Running around the kit, around, around the kit. outside. Yeah, you know, sometimes taking things literally will. Yeah, make you look a complete humor. idiot. Yeah. yeah, and it did. Yeah, so forevermore that one uh, was apparently in folklore. Unless he was having the last. Maybe laugh. he was. Maybe he was. Maybe he knew. Yeah, it's kind of trogs territory, though, isn't it? When you start getting oh, into all that. Don't get me no. started don't, on don't, that. Don't, don't, no, no, we, don't go like that. <laughs> no, we, I mean, we can. Oh, don't. That don't, was another don't thing. Don't start. Don't start. <laughs> We can do the whole well. thing. Oh, you yeah. oh, you're doing your own moments. Yeah, all the way through it. Well, I, live, I, live in that I live in Wiltshire. So oh, of course. Yeah, you'll have. They're all like that. Anyway. You've got that accent. Yeah. 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 You're yeah. in a Reg Presley. Not um, far. That, yeah. He's in yeah. an outer. Yeah. <laughs> that is a number fucking one. And if, if that bastard don't go, then you could. I fucking retire. I fucking do. I think it is a good song. I agree, it is a good song. But it fucking well won't be unless we spend a little bit of fucking thought and imagination to fucking make it fucking number one. You've got to put a little bit of fucking fairy dust over the bastard. You know, look at, you know. Well, we'll put some fairy dust well, over it. I'll piss over the tape. I'm a fairy dust. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what, I don't know what it needs then, but ah, I know that it needs. I know that it needs strings. It that needs, I do know. Right. But it was yeah. a, a lot of um, why don't you play it like you started out playing it and all that. Oh. Did you have any Trogs moments that uh, in your oh. attractions days? Well, we recorded in the same studio that that Trogs tape was made in, which is DJM, oh, Dick really? James Music, oh, in uh, Hoburn or somewhere. <laughs> and we'd done, we were on to Trust. So we'd done uh, whatever, uh, wherever that came in in the chronology. Mm. Um, but uh, I think his nibs was getting fed up of us using Eden Studios and various things, and so we decided to have a tra- change of venue. So we had a hideous day in this concrete Führer bunker somewhere <laughs> off the Fulham Palace Road with a neon strip light in, and uh, mm. you know, and the amp set up in this concrete room painted black and things. So we we ditched that. <laughs> we went to DJM, the site of the famous Trogs recording session. And we had Martin Belmont with us doing some guitar, you know, supplementary guitar work. Mr. Nice Mountain. Mr. Nice Mountain. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, now Martin, um, you know, he'd come on the road with us a couple of times, stood in for when Steve Naive had been in a car accident and things like that. And he used to travel on our bus on occasion or whatever. So we used to hang out with him a bit. And one of the films we always used to watch when we were travelling was Doctor Strangelove, where Doctor Strangelove talks about uh, life in, you know, life in the bunker after the bomb's gone off. And he says, and, uh, you know, women will have to be selected for their prodigious breeding qualities. <laughs> Animals will be bred and slaughtered. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so we're in the... We're in DGM doing a, doing a song called Big Sister's Clothes, right? So, um, which has the opening line. 
sheep to the slaughter. No. Sheep to the slaughter. <laughs> so I catch catch his eyes and he catches my eyes and we both go, sheep to the slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and thereafter... <laughs> The whole bloody day was a write-off because he's just like, yeah, yeah, very funny. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Woo, woo. Calm down. And then she tried doing it without him singing the line, you know, and then coming in with the second line. And then, no, it was just... A, I don't know how we did it in the end. I'm guessing he didn't see the funny side either. Probably not. No. 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 I mean, we've had, of course we've had... Uh, yeah, we, I mean, you want, like, a serious, you know, a serious... Fists flying and stuff, <laughs> you know. I, I know like, it's not right. I'm not playing it. Yeah. I always love that I, story I don't you know. said about the um, the session oh, you did with oh. Pete went looking for a lady. Oh, that yeah. Soul. Oh dear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did a. Did, this wasn't with Elvis. It was. It's a fun. Just a. Fun, it's another funny one though. Mm. Um, doing doing with somebody who should perhaps remain nameless on the on. Uh, but um, the chorus of this song he'd done. He was a he was a bass player, not a, a, you know doing a solo album. So it was. Um, and he was. The song's called Lady Soul. You know, my soulful lady. I'm looking. I'm looking soul, for my lady soul. I'm looking for my lady soul. And he, as it as it was going round and round at the end, it was. I'm looking for my lady soul. I'm and as if Pete, you can't say that. What do you mean? You can't say that. What's the matter? It sounds like I'm. I'm looking for my lady soul. <laughs> <laughs> Again, gusset. And that was it. Gusset, gusset. Yeah, the, yeah. the epiphany that those lyrics might mean yeah. some tweaking. So that was might another, be. yeah, I mean, uh, I can't, uh, I don't know if we've ever had a real, uh, you know, come to blows session. Um, really, you know, but well, the trogs didn't come. Studio, the trogs anyway. didn't come to blows, did they? So no, it's quite. It was just like really. a, heat, a heated argument. Yeah, I've yeah. seen a band come to blows once on stage. Yeah. And it was fantastic. And oh, it was so good. I've seen a band come to blows yeah. every night. That was, I did a tour with the Who. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Of course, I mean that's yeah. the, the real deal. Um, yeah, yeah proper Barney. Yeah. yeah. How yeah. the hell did they keep it together for so many years? So if they were arguing and fighting, that they much, loved each other. In addition to all of that, yeah, well, yeah. that's just part of the dynamic, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, you were yeah. saying it was like trashed furniture. Oh, splintered. Jeez. I mean, I looked like IKEA in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the band flat like, unpack. The yeah. Band Let's take this having... wardrobe with flat pack. Yeah. <laughs> Bosh. <laughs> yeah, the band that I saw having a fantastic argument. It was great. It was like in the middle of um, what was it? It was a competition for Melody Maker, and I'd gone along there just helping out a friend who had a, a bass player was ill or something. Yet again, slotting in on bass, <laughs> and this band had a, a two lead singer arrangement. They had a, a bit like Vinegar Joe sort of idea, right? With um, Hmm. I've forgotten their name now. Elkie that? Brooks and Vinegar Joe. Yeah, Elkie Elkie Brooks. Brooks. Uh, yeah. Oh. Robert uh, Robert Palmer. Palmer. Robert Palmer. Yeah. Elk to a friend. Elk. 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 Yeah. Uh, oh, and I'm not kidding because a friend of mine really? knows her. And she calls oh, really? Her. Elk. A friend of mine calls her Elk. Yeah. But somebody messed up something in this song, 
and the guitarist just walked over to the lead singer and said, you, you know, you're what, playing was it. Was Vinnie Gajoe that had no, the... No, no, oh, no, no, okay, because okay, I, know, that, I know them, yeah. That kind of line-up, you yeah. know. And the guitarist just, like, very, like, determinedly, not in any, like, rush, put his guitar in the stand, walked over to the singer and went... Bop. He played it, anything wrong, you know. And the next thing, they all went. They went behind the curtain, though. This is what made it really funny. It was like Eric and Ernie, and you can yeah. see all the punches <laughs> over the, the curtain. Yeah. And we, everyone was thinking, well, "Yeah, <laughs> is this is this part of the act?" Nobody was sure. It, it brought the place down. There was this spontaneous. Well, they probably won the. Did they win? No, they should oh. have. I mean, my mates. Well, that's it. It's just a complete. That's the end of the thing, isn't it? They, they should have done that as an act, yeah. shouldn't they? Yeah, it was a great act. Yeah. One, the... once only performance. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they can't do that every night. Can't talk well, that. in the days before YouTube and smartphones, you could have probably done a few tours oh, on the basis gosh, yeah, of that. That would have gone yeah, viral, absolutely. wouldn't it? It was fantastic. Mm. I'll forever see that curtain bellowing in and out. And that's always, fantastic. Ow! Your Ooh. imagination has yeah. to fit. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I, what you I just remember what they were called as Good. well. They, they even had a great name. They were called Spud. Spud. Yeah, that's brilliant. Perfect. That's isn't the it? behavior you want from a band <laughs> You'd named Spud, it almost, wouldn't you? Yeah, oh, that's, that's my new favorite band. They were in um, Clockwork Orange outfits as well. White, white uh, boiler, boiler suits, suits. and oh, uh, the bowler hats. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. is the gift no, that Peter gave me. Uh, we like them even more. Yeah. Oh, Spud. And the only thing I can remember about the song was it had a. It was called Plastic Houses. It was like a punk. The early punk sort of thing. Mm. Plastic houses. Molly's a very big fan of they're not. They're not at the door, are they? She wants to settle a score. She wants to settle a score. One of them's turned up selling the yeah. watchtower. Should do something about getting me home Better yet I should 
seen any footage of a band called Brian Jonestown Massacre? There's a really good film about their career in tandem with uh, the band the Dandy Warhols. Ah, and there's, yeah, no, yeah. no, I wanted to see it. I've never seen it. I've heard it's brilliant. A brilliant documentary, yeah, yeah. rockumentary, if you will. Yeah, and indeed. there is a scene in which Anton Newcomb, the singer, uh, gets into a fight with uh, Matt Hollywood, I think is his name, Great manages name. to kick him and then bite him. Wow. And needless to say, that was, I think, Mr. Hollywood's last gig with the band. Yeah, you'd think and, so. Uh, but yeah, actual biting, you know, uh, bite marks which get shown. That's serious And stuff. yeah, this was, I think, rather than being for attention, this is drug-addled uh, psychosis and paranoia yeah, and yeah. violent streaks. For wow. Myself. That's so, everything um, you want, really, from a live yeah, band, indeed. isn't it? You know? There was that guy, Gigi Allen. Oh, Gigi Allen, yes. Well, hats yeah. off. If you're going to go, you know... In well, a live performance, didn't he dive off the stage and run out into the street and got mowed down? Didn't he? That's that's the story. Is a drug? Is a drug overdose? But he would poo oh. on stage. There was a singer who got into a fight on stage. I thought it was. I've known loads of bands that were crap on stage. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the thing that's great about <laughs> what? Hey, <laughs> what you? Yeah. The one thing about Gigi Allen that's quite amazing, if you see any of the live footage, is you know he would defecate on stage. Yeah. But still with coming on time with the vocals. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, what, and, a, what a and, pro! And also he gusset. <laughs> <laughs> He'd incorporate the fecal matter yeah. into the performance. Oh, oh marvellous. Well. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Uh, true professional. The murder junkies, I think, are the yeah. name of his. Life imitating band. farts, yeah. you might Life say. Life imitating farts. Yeah. But there was there was some story about a singer. I thought it was him. They finished the, the, the track with a, a, the song. Uh, Did at they some ever club. put out an album of greatest shits? <laughs> greatest shits, yeah. yeah. And he ran, apparently he ran, <laughs> ran straight through the crowd out into the street and got hit by a, a cab or something and that's the end of it. But I always thought, what a bloody ending, though, that is, isn't it? That's a that's real showbiz, isn't that's it? A, yeah. Yeah. Real, persp- real perspective. <laughs> yeah, it's too much. It's too, too much. much yeah. perspective. Too much fucking perspective. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 Well, since my baby left. Don't go wrong. No, 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 don't yeah. go wrong. I think it's a key yeah. as well. Barbershop wrong. Yeah. Whoever was Modan, I think he was going to... To a performance of somebody up there likes me. Oh, well. Final tap quote. Let's hope. Let's <laughs> Doesn't hope get so. reference that much. But um, let's hope yeah. so. <laughs> is, is it Steve Baters that got hit by a cab? Who? Steve Baters. Ah, the Dead Boys. Yeah. Yeah, it might have been actually. Did he? Did, was yeah, he... I think it was. I think that is there. Uh, yeah. yeah. Stiff Baters now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here all week. <laughs> Try the fish. Bruce will have a joke on it. Come on. <laughs> Out with it. The one thing which loads and loads of people will ask about, but I won't, and you can choose to ignore Thank the question, God. is is the album is out. People can get it. Yes. And there'll yeah. be links to where you can yeah, purchase yeah, and listen yeah. to the album. Oh, yeah. But the one question which I'm not going to ask is, will we ever be able to enjoy live interpretations of these songs involving you both and other people playing in tandem? No. <laughs> no. So you're, do- you're doing a, a post. <laughs> I haven't asked the question, so it doesn't Perfect matter. Perfect timing there. I thought if I just leave that, I know that you won't let me down and you didn't. Nah. <laughs> so you're doing, it's all, basically it's all post rubber sole. Uh, uh, I, don't, I, I can't imagine because, you know, 
yeah. the logistics of a touring band. If you start going beyond being a folk duo like Bob Dylan was, <laughs> ethnic joke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 um, it's a Zimmer man, is it for you? Yeah, Zimmer frame. Oh, yeah. Zimmer frame. Oh, um, and a harmonica in the same key that I'm yeah, playing in. Yeah, in the wow, toni- in the tonic. Yeah. Um, the, the 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 logistics of. You know, I mean, the first thing is if somebody goes and sings and plays acoustic guitar, the first thing a bass does to it is make everything sound out of tune time, yeah, and the bass true. sound out of time. Hmm. So what are you thinking, unless though, you need a, you thing. need then a drummer nah. and then you need a keyboard player and then you need a van and then you need a road crew and then you need a sound mixer then you need lighting then well, you need then you need drivers mm. and humpers and then you need hotel yeah. rooms for 10 people and all of a sudden he can go out in a car with his acoustic and collect some dosh yeah. but as soon as you go into the band dynamic i know people that work on both sides of the business these days and the ones that go out with their acoustics on their own make ten times more than anybody who tries to yeah. go out in a band, and that's the sim- simple, you know. There's I mean, another side to it though. That, in all honesty, I think if if it was me and another unknown, then I'd say probably a, a you know unequivocal yes. I would. But put then a you band wouldn't together. have you wouldn't have you wouldn't but have I done wouldn't the have songs. Done the you wouldn't have done the songs the way you do them no, exactly. either. None of that you know, would apply. So I wouldn't they... have an album to promote. <clears throat> so yeah, I mean it, it cuts both ways because the thing is obviously for for Bruce to do it, it would be a step backwards really at the level that we'd have to start. It would be going all the way back again. It to... wouldn't matter if it was a proper job, you know, yeah, if it was a proper yeah. band. But, I mean, I'd, so there's just no point there, in um, doing it half-arsed, is yeah. there? We need a promoter now to sort of come forward oh, and say... If oh, somebody, yes. pick, yeah. you know, if a record company yeah. picked a record up and started saying, you know, and yeah. it all went to a different level, fine. But at the moment, it's, a, you know, it's... it's it a, wouldn't make sense, really. It's just... It? It's, it's as you said earlier. It's me. I just want to show people I can still do it mm. because it could be an you know, without without trying to hedge round it. I I need you know. I if I if somebody else might say oh, you can have a job, mm. you know, and give me a job, and then I can say what about getting my mate on as a you know, and we can yeah. do us. We can be our own support band or whoever. <laughs> There's all sorts of way. You know, I did it as um. I just stuck my head over the parapet basically again because, you know, people on on Facebook are going on about things I played 30 years ago or whatever. And Mm. I'm thinking, yeah, I know it's good, but I don't want to just live as if that's all I've ever done. I can still do it. it Apart from the books and everything, which Mm. is a whole nother thing, you know. But um, so if it leads to anything... For me, or or Spencer, or both of us, individually or together, then mm. fine. But you you can't. As it's like the songs. You can't map out how it's going to happen, no. how people are going to respond, what you're going to do. It's like when we started the project, we didn't know we'd end up here talking to you, for no. instance. Mm. Oh, let's do these albums, and we'll end up going and talk to Andy, and you know, <laughs> it's just. Um, so well, who who knows how? Um, it's it's <laughs> just it's going. And people are just. Picking up on it, we thought it'd be like instantly people would go. That they takes, you know, it takes a while for my some of my, you know, supporters, if you like, on Facebook to start 
telling their friends to buy it and um, meet, you know, starting mm. to do interviews about it and stuff like that. It's a different... It's not like the old days where you'd do an album launch or a book launch or yeah. everything. It, things kind of come out... Um, it's I, I liken the world to a global village hall, you know. You, yes. You, 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 you go to a village, you sell your jam, and then you go off to the market and devises the next day and do the same. It's gradually per, it's percolating through to to sort of tribes mm. or small, you know, it's the six degrees of separation thing, if you like, that somebody will tell someone else. I suppose in a lot of ways it's mm -hmm. gone back to what the music, how music was pre-music. It's gone, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. Back to the start. Back to the, back to the start. Yes. Yes, we got there. <laughs> I mean, the whole idea of sort of music as being like in the air and being the property of everybody and, you know, as you say, going from village to village kind of thing is, is back yes. to the... Literally back to the old ways, isn't it? Of sort of music as folk. Oh, we music would, we couldn't have done it if we did, if it wasn't just a labour of love, anyway. Well, no. I mean, I you know the amount of time we put into it and thought and everything, yeah. and I'm just yeah. I, there's no better fun than making a making a record no, or put, getting a song together and having that at the end of it, yeah. even if it's just for me. I'm nice glad thing. I did it, yeah. you know. Yeah. Oh, that's so, but but you know, I'm just just through. being pure. Mm. I was mm. like, if it's just for me, I'm glad I did it. So, because mm. it makes me feel better mm. about myself, yeah. if you like, and 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 if anybody else gets gets it, then good. And yeah. it it makes the listener feel better doing it because it's a fantastic album. Oh, it's thank you. Really, really tuneful. It's great fun to make, and I really loved it. I'm really proud of it. And the other thing is, it's for me, it's a sort of a validation of like, well, thank God I wasn't like completely clueless. You weren't I wrong. No, I can know. actually write songs yeah, and sing. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's sure. been great for me. It's it's been a really nice discovery as well. That you know, like I say, you can do it. It and, can be done. Mm, and also, it sounds as though you went from being bitter to being twisted very, very, yes <laughs> bitter to, to twisted um, yeah, a yes, bound. To, to twisted and positive yeah no it was it's like I was saying earlier that it's been a big change in my outlook as well because yeah there was a little bit of a sort of well you know why not me I, I, I'm not that bad surely I could have you know done XYZ and you feel a bit mm. But then doing this has been great because it gets it out of your system and you think, well, like, yeah, you know, we've made an album that I'm I'm really proud of here. And also, yeah, it's been, you know, meeting Bruce has been a whole new thing and given me a whole new outlook, mainly because of the things we've worked on and not only the things that we've discussed, but the proof as you apply it to what you're doing that things do go right when you think about you, you expect them to go right. Mm. There is a... a, a a truth to that you know and we've kind of proved it basically there it is you know and in terms of going back to the start yes a really good way to end our conversation is to talk about your musical lineage mine Spencer <coughs> okay. but Apparently. this is your first time on the Dukey radio show yes and you were telling me before we we kicked off the recording and decided to, you know, yeah. run around the microphones to see if they were working. <laughs> yeah. um, you tell me about your, you know, parents' um, kind of yeah. respective careers and in, in the musical history, and the fact that also that your son is mm. is a person of note as well. Yeah. So let's go back to the start. Let it rip. Hey? Yes. Yeah. Back to the start for me then would be that my dad was a, a jazz trumpeter. And played with quite a few people, um, 40s to 50s, sort of quite notable, including like the Ted Heath Orchestra and 
He played a few weeks with uh, Tubby Hayes uh, quintet or quartet, I think. Mm. Mm. And they were one of these sort of people seem to be cropping up most weeks on the Friday, Saturday night would come round to us. A few beers would be had, you know. Um, So he was quite in with all these people. And actually, he won the uh, best lead trumpet one year. I didn't even know this until I found his Melody Maker certificate hidden away in a drawer when I was living with him at home. Didn't he, did you tell me you played with the Pete Townsend's dad? Well, yeah, that, Cliff, well, that was my mum. Oh, it was your mum, was it? Singer. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Right, okay. no, well, that was the thing. that You're, you're quite right that mum yeah. was singer with uh, the Squadronaires. Oh, right. For a while Cliff, was... Cliff Townsend. Cliff Townsend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, she, was, uh, she was going out with... with Cliff Townsend for a little while to my dad. Used to smash his saxophone every night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Probably over my dad's head. Yeah, do windmills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they they that was them. They they did all this. Um, my mum had a chance to go for a, a BBC show actually, but um, she was a bit on the nervous side about this sort of thing. And I don't think she had the confidence to think that she could sort of do it. And unfortunately, she, she turned it down. Which is a bit of a shame. Uh, then comes yours truly in the middle there somewhere. Now my son has got a great band called Cries Wolf, who are about to have their sort of second go round because they came out um, a few years ago now and, and really made quite a splash. They had a couple of labels vying for them. Um, for some reason, I think it was more to do with sort of work and location. They all kind of drifted into different things. Um, my son's also a, like Bruce was um, a commercial artist as well and of late they're putting it all back together again writing some amazing material which has been really flooring me actually uh, they're going for another EP soon I think they've got three or four songs done and, uh, Tell them we'll use all their offcuts. Yeah, we'll have yeah. everything yeah. they we'll don't have want. We'll we can we'll make use of we'll them. We'll have them. We can sort them out. <laughs> yeah, we'll find them. He we'll owes you his life, them. really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, there's there's that kind of line going through the the family for good or bad. You know, it's it's um, the curse of music was upon us from the early <laughs> from an early age. You know. <laughs> But yeah, so that's that's the story. So that's uh, back. That's back to the start. Back to the start, indeed. Yeah. And this album has just come out. Dare I ask if there, you know, is it the pitter and patter of a future release, possibly in the oh, I don't in know. The I, I, band I, I think if we started working on new material, we wouldn't. We'd stop. We wouldn't have our attention on trying to get this well, one going. Yeah, move, the move, move in, you know, promote this. You know, we've got to get this yeah, going to to and it. and then at least set the precedent for something else, you know. Yeah, see yeah. if there's anybody actually wants another one as yeah. well. I've got a, a couple of songs I'm working could, on yeah. now we've already looked at and yeah, there, there's some possibilities. It would be a different direction. Again, and I don't think we'd want to do a similar kind of no, album no, anyway. I think we'd and then we you know, we'd have to I think we'd probably do Something more. That's why I say, you know, I'm not joking about do you know having some any spare songs because yeah. we could probably be good to have somebody who wrote in a more modern genre I or something or a different, you know, with a different a mindset and do yeah. a cover or two or yeah. uh, or you know <clears throat> whatever. But it's funny because the things that I've been writing subsequent to that are totally different in feel and would probably lend themselves. Funny enough, there was a review we had where somebody ended by saying. You know, perhaps next time they'll go in a more grandiose kind of thing. Well, I well, I was thinking. I've been thinking Queen. 
Yeah, well, Queen. oddly enough, there was something that... <laughs> Multi-track those guitars. You know, yeah, the, uh, well, maybe, but, I mean, that kind of... Um, we had a Tosca-like you know, song in the offing at one point. Yeah, that, that there's, we so, there's, there's stuff, there's possibly, I mean, there's... It's that or my harmonica album. Yeah, we mm. could do that. I think there's a there's a market like the for a harmonica solo album. Yeah, yeah definitely. Well, so we we'll yeah. keep that in mind as well. Yeah. So watch yeah. this space. So you know, there's you know, the bottom line is you know, you've got albums and concepts in the offing, and it's just a matter of time. Well, it might just be songs. You know, yeah, it might, it might so, not be. Yeah. A, I don't. It might not be a theme there. It might yeah. be the. Um, who can say? I mean, who can say? But yeah, I mean, there's certainly there's possibilities. As, as we were saying earlier, that it might be that it leads to work for us individually, which I'm pretty sure we'd pull each other in on, as long mm. as there was a you know a market for that in some way or, or an opportunity, I should say, for that. But I think also, yeah, I mean, if this goes well, it's obvious that we we always sort of work together on something else. As like a, somebody a might ask Spencer to write songs for them, you know, which would leave me. Out the picture, I'd be, I'd, well, be no. deli- I'd be delighted if he did, you know, or we could end up working on someone's project, arranging yeah. and producing and engineering. Yeah. Anything could happen. Mm. But um, at the moment, this is what we are where we are, you yeah. know, yeah. and um, we're open to uh, suggestions. Open to offers. Producers, yeah. labels. Yeah. Any concern with large uh, amounts of money? Yeah. That's uh, the please, key thing. Yeah. Please step yeah. away. Any, anything that doesn't make sense. Mm. <laughs> I like the sounds. Yeah, yeah. Very much. Anybody makes me an offer I can't understand, I'm interested. Yeah, I feel much the same. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd need I'm to right explain to me. Yeah. 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 In addition to iTunes and being able to stream the album, will there be a physical release? Yeah, well, there's well, it is available on CD if you want it physically, but we are um, working on uh, vinyl release as well. Right. And that's imminent. I'm just uh, speaking to the bloke who does them. <laughs> right. Mm. Is that bloke in the Czech Republic or Germany? I perhaps? don't know where. No, he's, he's in England. He's, based, he's British. So, going to say, vinyl production yeah. has returned to the show. Oh, I don't know where the fact the press it. But, mm. but mind you, uh, the, a lot of record companies are starting to press again, aren't they? Like Sony mm. yeah. and things. So, yeah, they um, so they're, reopening, they're reopening their uh-huh. pressing plants. So, yeah. yeah. See so, what we started? Indeed, yeah, so yes. So We've begun you know, the revolution. A revolution, revolution at 33 and a third RPM. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> now listen, I think you go, I mean, 78, that's going to be the future. Wow, oh, what the cylinders. old um, shellac. Yes. Yeah, yeah, those really brittle records. Cylinders. Yes, wax cylinders. Oh, yes, wax cylinders. Now you're talking. master's voice. We're going to do them, but I don't know if there'll be much call for them. No, no. Not many people have got the players anymore. Then there's crystal radio sets. That'll be the Mm. next thing that we'll have to tune into to hear the wax cylinder. Yeah. Goodness. Or something. God forbid people just, you know, performing in your parlour. Good Lord. What a concept. What, doing a, a, a tour of you, people? Yeah, you, you, just you, you wow. laugh, but I know there are quite a few artists it's that... starting to happen now. ...do yes, that, go around and play in, in mega fans' front rooms, yeah. like 10 of them, and charge them whatever. Yeah. Been the VIP ticketing. Yeah, yeah. private gigs. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. is a lot of that going on. Well, so, cool in a way, it is really going back to the start, though. I think yeah. music is becoming... Yeah, well, a, a different hand, kind gone, of commodity. Yeah, you've gone the, the, the root of the massive corporate gigs that the Stones and the Who were doing, and now it's down to sort of like you said, parlour. Well, parlor. It's, parlor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ultimately, digitisation changed everything, yeah. hasn't it? Including especially music. Yeah. So we talked Indeed. about Pavlovian 
types yeah. of reactions. This would be a par yeah it didn't didn't quite land on that note bruce and spencer thanks a million a bundle and three quarters to be precise for gracing the dookie radio show with your respective presence pleasure thank you for having us yeah enjoyed it thanks very much i'll be back Well, that is indeed your lot. Gussets, epiphanies, and vaginal hair maintenance. It's more than just the undercarriage. It's a way of life. You've been listening to part two of our two-part interview with Spencer Brown and Bruce Thomas. My name is Dukey, and I've been your host. Until next time, may the worst of tomorrow be the best of yesterday. Now it's time for me to go and... uh, Pop my weasel. Thanks for listening. Half a pound of tuppenny rice, half a pound of treacle. That's the way the money goes. Pop goes the weasel. Facebook. Click on your mouse to our Facebook page. to find it will not take an age Facebook www.facebook.com forward slash the Dukey Radio Show the Dukey Radio Show the thin white Dukey is right click your way to the Dukey Radio Show Facebook page www.facebook.com forward slash The Dukey Radio Show. The Dukey Radio Show. The Dukey Radio Show.